0: welcome back to keeping it real i'm your host ed smith and in today's episode i was joined by my great friend oscar and we just dove into the bible christianity and our spiritualities it was an amazing conversation i could talk to oscar for hours on end and uh i learned a lot in just one conversation tune in and enjoy i'm
1: drowning i'm drowning lost in this world with these waves all around me deep in the darkness where it's heartless i don't know if i can make has been maybe one of the greatest experiences of my life. Why? Well, would happen? Oh, so I preach. So at my church, we run a young adults ministry called the 508.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Very popular. I mean, my church is kind of like a mega church in Massachusetts. Uh, and, you know, the 508, we, it's like a once, and once a month, like before coronavirus, it was a once a month, you know, like service. Mm-hmm. 250 to 300 people, like, like, like young adults, like, high school, college kids, show up, you know, to go to yeah. service. So, we had a leaders retreat, so there was, like, 60 or 70 people, um, and I'm in a communicators class, like, a preacher class, that's what, it, that's what it really is, a preacher class, and I got the, and I'm, a, I'm the youngest, I'm 17, not even 18 yet, and... I just got in it, like, these people, like, everybody else was in, has been in this class for, like, nine months. Mm -hmm. I joined up maybe in June, and they put me to speak during this, like, retreat, like, this, uh, it's called, what is it, Rising Revival, I think that's what it was, and it was, I spoke for seven, like, well, seven-minute timer, I ministered because my my uh, my pastor slash mentor he asked me to. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Never done it before, but I'll roll with it. It Was very different experience. And then uh, after I sat down, they wanted to pray for me because they saw a lot of like giftings and like a big promise mm-hmm. in me. So the whole freaking like place just like laid hands and like just I was literally in the middle like a prayer. And then they got the anointing oil, which is very like symbolic in the Bible, and they put it on my forehead. They put it in my hand. Very, very powerful experience. That's wild. It's very wild. It was,
0: That's awesome. It's great. It was amazing. You're really taking that leadership role.
1: It's, it's something crazy, dude. Very crazy. How did crazy. it make you feel last year? Um, I'm gonna be real. I couldn't walk. Really? I literally couldn't walk. Uh, I was like trying to get, cause I sat down once. And then he called me back up to put on the, put on the, the anointing oil and so what they were doing also like yes they were praying for me but also another thing they were doing was they were in the bible so you can transfer the spiritual gifts from one person to another it says that in the bible and in a way they were doing that for me they were doing that from like them to me um or like helping me, like enhance or like helping me get my gifts mm-hmm. um in a way so after that you know i was like i, w- I felt like i was like high But I was like high off like the essence of the Holy Spirit basically. I felt it before. But uh, yeah, I I literally like was stumbling to my chair. Like I almost fell. Like I couldn't like walk. My legs were numb. I couldn't feel anything. It was just like, it was just a moment of like everything else was just like, like didn't matter. Like, no, not that it didn't matter, but like everything else, it seemed like I was just there alone. Mm. And it was just me and like, like God chosen the chosen one exactly. like, yeah not the chosen one but like in a it, sense in a sense but like it was just me and God and it was literally just like I've never been more in touch with my Holy Spirit like more in sync with my Holy Spirit before like I've been through coronavirus I was very in sync with it and I got very in sync with it but dude literally after this experience I didn't think like I I knew that you know there's always steps like higher higher but I didn't think I'd get like these steps in like Like that, like it was just boom.
0: That's wild. Even
1: more, it's crazy. That's so dope. Damn, I can't. I'll get like into like the actual details of the
0: podcast. It's crazy. It's like what the spiritual reasoning for that was. Yeah, and what do you
1: think it was? So. I started recording, by the way. Oh really? Yeah. (laughs) Whoa! I did not know that. (laughs) Um, I thought we didn't start yet. Nah, I just get into
0: him, bro. I just get into him.
1: Um. So through that I uh was well, because they see uh all my life since I was a kid everybody's seen a what's the right way to say it um the positivity in you yeah, positivity I can see it yeah hundred percent you
0: you've held yourself in any situation you stay true
1: to yourself and you're yeah. the happiest you could be hundred percent I always strive I'm more of a half you know glass half full type of person mm-hmm. um but well, they saw like the giftings that I've had. So I was raised Catholic. I was in the Catholic Church. I went to CCD starting like what, like first grade? Um, I don't remember much of it. But the one thing I do remember is so I'm leaving CCD. I meet my mom out, you know, in the hallway. Then we're about to walk out the door. I remember my CCD teacher chasing after my mom. And she says, your boy knows a lot about the Bible. She literally chased after my mom just to tell her that. And all throughout my life, it's been, like, signs and signs of, like, it's been trying to point me in one direction. But once I got to high school, in high school, everybody's trying to fit in. I mean, that's—in high school, you try to find out who you are, and a lot of people want to be, you know, the job. like the job. egos. It's a lot of ego there. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I try to be like, all right, well— where do I fit, you know? And trying to, fit where, trying to fit somewhere in the world really threw me off of, like, where I was supposed to go. Um, that's why I wish, like, I found out, like, the truth earlier because it could have made more an effect on, you know, this, my school. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it is what... I mean, it's better late than ever. I mean, it's early, a lot earlier than a lot of people. Um, but, so, yeah. I mean, all my life it's been like that. And on friday when i spoke at the 508 which was a dream of mine and i got to do it and such a blessing and it's such an honor um and uh the whole experience of me getting ready for it um it really humbled me uh because i mean i had to take the like you know like we have to take communicators class i didn't even know i was going to preach there until like our pastor he, like announced like all right so some of you going to speak and he was ripping me like uh if I mess something up during, like, I, if I made, like, a few mistakes during, like, my sermons, like, I, we have to present it. It has to be, like, seven minutes in between, like, one. It has to be, like, in the realm of seven minutes. Um, yeah, if, like, he was a lot harder on me. Like, he even said to himself in front of everybody. Like, you got it, but I got to get harder on you because, I mean, I want you to improve even more. What is he
0: looking for you to improve?
1: Um, my delivery, like, my execution. Just, like, presentation skills? No, my presentation skills are on point. It's just like the little things, like uh, being a little bit more calm. Like sometimes, like once I, like, I get calm throughout, but it's all about getting calm right, like right when you get into it. Mm. Um, also, to speak with humility. Uh, humility is a very big thing because people can really see um, if you're, like, pri- like when you talk, you can see like you're, all like you're pri-
0: like you're When you speak through humility... That's when you could get to everyone. Exactly.
1: So like, there's always one point where like, one well, like maybe I, like I was like a little, I sounded a little proud. Maybe I wasn't trying to, but I sounded a little proud. I'm like, all right. So you gotta do. So you gotta like fix this, um, work on it. And I used to like not be able to read my scripture. Like I've been preaching for maybe a year now. And like before, I could not read my scripture. Like I could not read scripture. Like, well, I read like a robot. Um, but you know, reading it and reading it and reading it and like diving into it, I got a lot better. So now, what he wants me to do, and what I did have to do my first insi- assignment in the class, was um, dissect the scripture, like analyze each point of the scripture, and like what is it trying to say? How you can re- how can you relate it in the world like, today? Like what what uh, what situations in the world actually kind of mirror the situation in the Bible, not exactly, but like what t- like like, what's similar and everything like that. So, yeah, it's, it's been a very, very cool experience and it's a very, it's a blessing
0: and you know? I love being on it. That's awesome and that's awesome you got someone there to give you that constructive, constructive criticism and, like, that's, that's obviously where a bunch of your growth has come from, you know, and that's dope. So, what, what were you, you were going to get into the spirituality of, like, what that feeling was,
1: like, what? On Friday? Yeah. Alright, so, uh, in the Bible, it says that the Holy, what you know, when you accept Jesus in your life, um, and like the Holy Spirit is part of God, and we all have the Holy, Holy Spirit in us. And I mean, God's a boss. I'm just gonna say it like that. God is a boss, and He gives you gifts. Now, it could be the gift of communication, which is you know speaking, and uh, other gifts, other gifts like uh, healing hands. Uh, uh, what's the other gift? Uh deliverance is also another one, another gift. That like God's giving us tongues. Another gift. Um so on Friday when I was being prayed for over, um uh it was my mentors. So I have I have I mean I have a lot of mentors, but I like I, I mainly like it's three main ones. But uh so my all like all my mentors and like fam- like my family but, like my cousins that are like of age, like young um, they were there, laid their hands on me. And they're in a way they were trying they wanted to give transfer the gifts into me or help me enhance the gifts I already have, because they see a lot they see a lot of God's favor in my life and they see a lot of promise. What do you mean by God's favor? So as you are a Christian, you will see God's well favor blessings basically. So we all have a purpose in this world. We're we're not you know just supposed to live in this world. We're supposed to, we're here for a reason, um, and they could be different reasons. The main the main goal that everybody has is to spread Christianity, to spread the word of Jesus, the good news of Jesus Christ, and to well save as many souls as we can. Um, that's what we that's that's like the whole. That's like the whole general thing. That's all. That's like the whole purpose for everybody, for every, like every child of God. Um, how you do it that's how, that's the way you got to find out, but, uh, yeah, so they saw, like, a purpose in me of being, uh, an influence, like, a really big influence in, in this. I'm not sure what it is yet. Pastor, like, it, it's really pointing to me as a pastor, and people are already, like, they're obviously making jokes, but people, right after I spoke, calling me, like, pastor, and everything like that. And
0: when you... You say they're making jokes, but them just saying that words, there's intent behind that. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you say that, when you say something to somebody, there's truth behind everything. You know what I'm saying? And like, that, I really believe, like, that's your higher self speaking it in, like, someone saying you're a pastor and you're special, like, that's how they actually feel. Like, no matter if it's a joke or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you're you're diminishing it by saying it's like a joke and stuff like that but like they're they probably formed it as a joke because their ego got in the way and didn't know how to tell you that's what it really is you know no 100 percent. like
1: i know like they mean it yeah they do but like it's just me trying to humble myself yeah i get you yeah it's me just trying to humble myself but bro it was yeah (laughs)
0: like there's a different like i've been finding this too like it's hard to find that balance in and confidence and humbling and yeah like, when someone gives you a compliment accept the compliment and like you don't have to when you telling someone about it you don't have to diminish what they said you know what i'm saying be like people see it in me like i feel this i feel like i'm in the same position as you bro like my whole life signs have been leading to me to do this like i feel like i found this this is my purpose like i found this and like you said everybody has that purpose of sharing the teachings of christ and Life And I feel like my purpose is to share the teachings of love and self-love. And, like, throughout my whole life, I've had certain instances that I now remember of people telling me, like, you're special. You're going to do something. You, like, you should run for president. You should do this. You're, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel that exact same way. And I get it. And, like, keep, like, what being humble is, is acknowledge it. Keep it for yourself. But when you're talking to someone, tell them the truth. Like, tell them, like, yeah, people, like, do see me as a special person, you yeah. know what I'm saying, like, but don't bring, don't bring it up, but you're not, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, you know, I, it's like, it's a hard
1: balance, like, humble, it's confidence. a hard, it's a very, like, a lot of people, like, struggle with, like, finding a line between, uh, confidence and humility, just the same way as people find try have trouble finding a line between, you know, keeping yourself accountable, accountable and shaming yourself, mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very, it's a very hard thing to like, to figure out, especially for, you know, people like our age, you know, we're still like teenagers, even though we graduated, but we know we're still teenagers, but, because uh... <laughs> <laughs> of the number, not really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so like the, back to the experience, I mean, it was, uh, it was the greatest thing ever, I mean, Baptism, I mean, baptism's, up, it's like up there with ba- being baptized, baptizing my brother, it's up there. Um, but this experience was, uh, it was something different. Um, it You can just feel the presence of God. You can just feel it through every single person. And then you can just feel like, it's so hard to describe. When does this group meet? So, we're taking, well, it's not meeting right now because of coronavirus. There was uh-huh. like a leadership. Wait, what? I thought this happened recently, yes. Yes, yeah, this happened on Friday. But it was like, it was a leadership. They, so it was for the But we are having city groups. So, for city groups, I'm going to shout out Marlboro. So, for my church, what we want to do is, so obviously, my church can't meet because we have like 2,000 people coming every Sunday, roughly, around there. So, so what we want to do is we want to put different. So four right now we're doing four cities. It's Marlboro, Milford, Ashland, and Framingham, and we're doing city groups. So we're having. So we're gonna have like a little service. We're gonna we're gonna rent out some place, and so for Marlboro we're renting out Apex. We're renting out Apex, and it's just gonna be like it's for young adults, high schoolers, just whoever wants to getting like you know fellowship and community um feel free if you don't i mean if you already have a church i mean like, like i respect that but if you want to go i mean that'd be awesome uh, it's it's not it doesn't start yet i think it starts next week i'm not sure about the date i will figure that out but i will po. I, like, i'll post it but uh i it on my snapchat i'll post it on my instagram too but uh, yeah I'll keep everybody like informed about that this is something very big um, for the church because we just want to this isn't about the church this is about you know spreading, spreading, the word big, spreading the word of God finding new people and bringing them to Jesus because my firm belief is you know Jesus is the bridge between us and God mm-hmm. so I feel like us followers of Christ got to be the bridge between Jesus and the non-believers interesting I like that
0: that's a, that's a nice analogy because it really does make sense in that yeah. way. Yeah, dude, I, I uh, a little off topic, but I don't have to work from the 23rd to the 29th and I really want to join one of these things. I want to come to like an event or a Bible study again. Like, I need to, I really enjoy listening to what you have to say and like talking with others about this stuff. Like, I'm telling you, like, a lot
1: of Christianity resonates with me. Like, a lot of it. Yeah. The morals that you live with. there's Christianity there's there's a lot of Christianity behind it and I mean the Bible is like the oldest oldest book out of like all the religious books Mm -hmm. Um, the oldest one so a lot so like a lot of the principles I'm honestly not surprised that you have like a lot of the same principles because I mean they gotta come from a source
0: yeah they gotta come from a
1: source Um, Bible is literally it just helps you guide your life it's it's such a good guide Um, because the Bible gives you so much wisdom, but in order to find knowledge, you got to search through the wisdom. Um, such a great book. Uh, if you want a Bible, hit me up. I mean, I'll get you a Bible. I'll get you a Bible. You You want a Bible? Yeah. I'll get you a Bible. I'll get you a Bible. I'll pay. I'll pay for it. I got it. I got it. What do you read? The King James? So. A lot. Of, so I know there's like a lot of people saying like the King James version is like the closest, to like the uh, the Hebrew Bible, which is true, which is true, and you do get a lot out of it. However, if you're just like if you're starting in your faith, it's gonna be very hard to understand the King James version. Very very. I'm hard. far along my faith. Yeah. I understand my faith. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just like the way like the King James version you know, like, words, things, and everything I, like Dude, I know what you're saying. I yeah. know exactly what you're saying. It's very tough. And it's
0: the same thing with having conversations with people. When I try to get into spirituality with them, and they haven't met their faith, you can't really have a conversation with them about, about a lot of other things, because that's, like, square one. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, like, I'm telling you, I, I really
1: think I'd be able to understand what you're saying. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you understand a lot more than most people, which is, which is great, which is great. Um... So I think so. What I read is I read the New International Version, but I also read the King James. So, uh, so King James. If so, if I'm reading King James and I don't understand something, I go to the New International Version, which is more you know our speed, like you know like it's more of our language today. And you read that, and then you bounce it off of the King James version, and like okay, so that means that, and that's how I do it. Um, Read something that you understand. What's yeah. the rawest form of the Bible? The rawest form is King James. Version.
0: King James is the rawest, yeah, like King closest James. to the original Bible. Closest
1: to the, the original Hebrew Bible is the closest. King James, that's the one I want. Yeah, King James. Um so yeah, I have a King James Bible. I have it on my phone too. Uh but yeah, I mean, if you don't if, like if you don't understand it, it's better to get the whole message, like get like the general message from it. And I understand like if you need another version of the Bible, get another version of the Bible. <laughs> like it's that simple. Or you can get a King James Version Bible and get the Bible up on your phone, and you can literally just put up an IV and then you can bounce it off that. It's there's a lot. Technology's great. I mean, it really helps out. It really helps out with the faith, with faith, and everything like that. But uh, yeah, Rob, I'll get you that Bible. But, dude. I really like.
0: I really appreciate that. I'm telling you, I want to get into the Bible like a lot of my teachings and learnings that I've, are coming from stories from the Bible, you know, like, like you said, it's the earliest book. Yeah. So a lot of the, a lot of the teachings after that have to start with some foundation and that's where it is. And like, that's why I really been interested in it lately. And like a big thing for, I've been looking into like sexual energy and stuff like that. And we talked about that a lot in your Bible study. Yeah. Um, and like that I've been really confused and like, cleansing my sexual chakra lately. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little stuck in this book that I'm reading about chakras. But so I went to YouTube and I found and like not even I found like on my recommended page was Adam and Eve's story and then related to what I was learning and like it just made it all made sense and like it's just interpretation, you know? And like that's that's why I wanna get into it because I feel like I'm I'm reading about my chakras and I know there's what it feels like to have them cleanse and what I need to do and practices to help me get there. But I feel like for me personally, I need stories behind them and teachings behind them to help me get there. And that's what the Bible has been doing for me. You know? 100%.
1: So a walk with Jesus is literally, your Christian life's going to literally be a lesson. Mm-hmm. It's going it's to teach you a lot. And not only that, but it's going to teach you a lesson. And then from you learning those lessons, you're going to be teaching other people. That's the beauty behind behind being a child of God. Um, I, like, like I always say, I don't count myself as a, as a Christian. I don't like believe in religion, I believe in relationship. And I firmly believe that God is my heavenly father. He like, he, when Jesus died, he adopted me and Jesus covered me with his precious blood and he healed me from all my sins. Um, so like in the Bible, it says, so in the Old Testament, you know, people did, people sacrifice lambs, you know? And it had to be, like, perfect What lambs. Like, not one, like, it, it had to be clean, pure lamb for God. And then your sins would be, you know, you'd be good. You'd be good. Jesus was the purest thing. Like, the purest human, ever, anything that this world had ever. The purest thing. Because he was literally of God when he died for us, it was the perfect sacrifice. And it literally washed everything away. And it gave us something that we don't deserve, grace. But also, it gave us relationship with the Father. And it gave us, and, it, and, it, and it, when Jesus died, he literally, he when he rose up again, he was literally the bridge between us and the Father. And that's how we get that relationship. And it's a beautiful thing that that relationship really strengthens relationship with the world around you even if people aren't christian it really like it really helps strengthen people like i know i'm friends with so many people that aren't christian and what we say is you got to plant the seed and god will help it grow um and yeah i plant as many seeds as you my pastor Devin fry um he just spoke a message about you know being a, a soul winner and a soul winner you got to keep throwing seeds keep planting those freaking seeds um everywhere you go and god will plant them but god will grow those seeds will it take time yes it will take
0: time that's but, the constant that's in the rawest form is fate yeah and like a big thing for me is i totally resignate with all you're saying like i felt the same way like i need to go help everybody and i need to go plant these seeds in a sense but what I was trying to do was plant the seeds, water them, like, trim them and, like, keep letting them grow. But it's, yeah. no, you plant the seed and you let it grow itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. that's where I kept getting lost and like, yeah. reaching a bunch of frustration, you know, with myself. It wasn't with others. It was yeah, with myself.
1: I mean, because, like, you, a lot of times, you put that burden on, you put that burden on yourself. And, I mean, we're human. We're human, bro. So, like, we can't handle all that burden. God... I mean, he's God, so he can handle anything. And we say it like this. If you don't move, God doesn't move. And if you move and you do all these things, God will move in those people's lives, and you just got to be patient. Mm. It's just it's you doing the natural thing, which is planting the seeds, and it's God doing the supernatural thing, which is letting, helping it grow. It, yeah. It I credits. like that analogy as well. It makes a lot of sense.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's the concept of bringing people to their fate, in a sense. 100%. Because I've been, I've been really like, I'm telling you, I've been trying to have conversations with people who don't like who haven't found their faith, and I'm trying to talk about things that require you to find your faith, you know, and that's where I get lost, and like, that's where these conversations with people who will really believe in Christianity and like found their happiness through it really help me because you guys have found your faith, and I can gain so much from this, you know, like conversations with me and you and other Christians, like even though we're not. on the same page about things like we could talk about anything forever you know what I'm saying and it's because we believe in this foundation of fate and like that's so powerful that that analogy right there because it's like no you can't push it on people you just you you show them you give them that seed and then they can they can either allow it to grow or they can are you saying so when you plant the seed and I'm talking in terms of analogy here in Who lets the seed grow? God
1: or the person themselves? So, God. So I'm going to use my life as an example. God is always pursuing you. All the time. Jesus is always pursuing you. And, but since this is a relationship, it's a two-way street. The biggest curse and the biggest blessing that God's ever given us is free will. It's free will. Because in a way we get to choose whether we do good or bad and we know what's good or bad but we get to make that choice mm. and we either get to make the choice of following god or not following um so yes god will consist it will constantly pursue you he will pursue you jesus will pursue you but you got to turn around and look and you got to turn around and accept it mm-hmm. you got to accept that you gotta accept the faith and you gotta accept the blessings that like god's done in your life recognize that jesus christ is your lord and savior uh and then that that seed will grow um what so the, what how does god so you're saying god's
0: always coming to you, pursuing going, you. always pursuing you yeah are you saying in different like signs of life like when yeah. like are you saying like you notice when like when something happens you notice that was god guiding you yeah I feel the same way, but I feel like my higher self was guiding me. It wasn't it wasn't so-called a God, but it was myself, my spirit, who is seeing the world from a third person view and watching this vehicle that I'm taking part of and guiding it. Like say the like I'm trying to find an example. I don't have an exact example right now, like
1: so yeah, like are you like asking like how does like in what ways does god do this and like in a No, yeah, kind of cuz I have a lot of signs
0: in my life where I know that's fate and I think it's my higher self but you have a lot of signs where you give you think that's god. Yeah. And like I, what are what are some of your examples of fate? Um oh, I, I, I see it's hard to just
1: pull them out, cuz when they happen in the moment you like No, no, no I got one. You I do? got I got one right away. Holy crap. Um so god's so God speaks to you or like tries to get to you so he doesn't speak directly but he speaks through people that's why actually there. I have one I just want to say it so I remember alright we no 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 continue alright right. Um he speaks yeah. through people that's why it's very important for you to get in a church environment very important because God speaks through people uh science in life dreams he speaks in more dreams but I, bro dreams he, speaks in, he speaks in more but I can't remember the, I can't like put my finger on the other ones So, what happened to me, so, on Friday, they were praying over me, and so, they get the healing hands. Um, so, I have, for like the past, like, few months, random times in the day, I had this heat, like this, like, heat in my left, my upper left back, out of nowhere, this heat in my back, and it lasts, like, maybe five minutes. Then it goes away. Then I don't feel it for like maybe a week, maybe two, and then it comes back. So i was being pray- prayed for, and so when I was being prayed for, I felt my hands heat up because um, a lot, of, a lot of experience, uh, a lot of people's experiences with uh, the gift the healing hands when uh, so. When we do the gift, so when we like act in these gifts or in these like miracles per se, it's not us; it's God. It's God. It's God's giving through. It's God through us. But when I said like you know God works through people, this that's God through us. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse me. So thank you. When I speak, so when I, when I preach, it's not me speaking; it's God's word through my mouth. It's God's words through my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, because. I wouldn't be the. Like, I'm not the person I am today without God, hundred percent. I'm not the person I, I would not be the person I am today. Who without are you then? I am the best version of myself. Are you your mind? My mind. So I, are you I'm saying sp-
0: God lives through you? Then who are you? Who is Oscar? I'm my spirit, my soul. So what? When is your spirit represented? So my when my, my, my spirit is represented. Like so you're saying God lives through you and God speaks through you. Then yeah. when does
1: Oscar speak for Oscar? So it's really when you're in sync with your Holy spirit. So I've gotten to the point where I'm very in sync with my Holy spirit. And we, ain't, so I know that you know this, but we ain't, you know, this body, we're not, we're not this body. We're not this it's just a vehicle, man. It's a vehicle is so what really who we are is in here. You know, it's inside. Um, and, in a sense, we are a part of God. We are. Um, because, he, I mean, the guy made us. He literally made us. So, yeah, I have my free will, my daily life, to speak and to, you know, preach the, Bi- and preach the Bible. But, every time I preach, I pray that the Father... The thing is, when you accept Jesus in your life, it's, it's uh, you're sur- you're surrendering your life to Jesus because he died for you and the man died for you and because he died for me I want to live for him because when Jesus died he didn't just you know, something ended you know his life ended short but he rose again. He rose again and, then, and, then, and right then and there became a new beginning. So not only did he give us the chance to have a relationship with God. But also, we started a legacy. And with that legacy, you know, I that leg, leg legacy lives in all of us, all of us children of God. It is our duty to continue that legacy. And we continue it in whatever roles we have. So with me, every time I preach, I pray that God... Speak through me. That I give myself to him. I'm like, Father. With you. Because when you preach. And when you speak to anybody. It's about saying the right thing. But also saying it in the right way. And you can say the right thing. But not say it in the right way. And they don't receive it. When you say it the right. The, when you say the right thing. And you say it the right way. People receive that. They really do. And it does And it works. It works out when God is speaking through you. When you put God in the center of your life, in the center of everything, you will succeed. Life is not easy. It's not. And being a Christian is not easy. It's not. It's not easy at all. However, it's worth it. Because you're actually living for something. Mm-hmm. You're living for something above you. You're living for, you have a purpose. And it, it's literally, it's like, in, it's inheritance. You inherited this legacy to continue. And it's not even, a, and it's not about, you know, if you've made mistakes in the past, that's not who you are. A lot of people sometimes identify themselves with, you know, what they did in the past. Maybe pornography, maybe it's drugs. But that's not who you are. It's about what you leave behind. Mm. What, do you, what do you leave behind? Uh, my pastor, Pastor Derek Fry, Dev, my dad Devin Dev Fry's father. He's my, my lead pastor at Connect Church. And this quote that he said really, like, it's stuck in my head all the time. I may look like my parents when I'm born, but I'll look like the cho- my choices when I die. It's all about what you leave behind. Mm. All about what you leave behind. And that's what really motivates me because I want to leave behind that, no, not that Oscar was a great person. No, that Jesus made Oscar a great person, that Jesus led Oscar to see the world for what it really is, that Jesus led Oscar to do all these things, and that Oscar did everything in his life to make Jesus proud.
0: Interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. And, like, dude, when we speak, we are saying the exact same thing. We just relate them to different things. Like, when you speak about Jesus in that sense, I relate that to my higher self in the sense, like, representing the spirit above me. Do you know what I'm saying? And, like, the way it wants to be represented. And a big point you had was you want, in those moments, you want, You pray for God to speak through you, correct? Because it's the way things are said in the, like, it's in the moment almost. And like, what I feel is my best conversations are when I'm in the moment 100% like this right now, and I let my feelings take over, and I don't think about responses. I let my feelings give the response that's created from the feelings I'm receiving. Like, and that's the exact same thing you're saying with God. It's just very interesting that so much of it correlates.
1: So, I think that a lot of what, like, people, like, experience is Jesus. I think, I really do believe it is. I mean, I know, because, I mean, I'm in this it thing. happened to you. I'm in this thing, yeah. Um, I think that a lot of what you're dealing with is, I think, it is Jesus, 100%. I mean... It, i think god is pursuing you and you want to get a bible you know like it's it. that's a that's a step forward and it could be and it can be a step forward and the thing that i love most about you you're so open you're open book you're open book a lot of people are not open it's
0: hard people, it's hard to be open bro
1: oh very hard
0: egos they get in the way like i haven't been open my whole life in like Zach and I talked about this. The way I got to an open life was an ego death. I yes. just let it diminish. I don't give a crap what you think about me, and I'm going to do what I feel. But when I do what makes me feel good, people always say, yeah, do what you feel, but not at the cost of others. When you do what you f- what makes you feel good, at a core of a human, you're not going to feel good at the cost of others. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So like naturally, you're going to do what makes you feel good, and that's going to lift people up. Yes. So that's why I'm allowed to be an open book.
1: 100%. I mean what we do I appreciate the compliment by the way thank you no, no problem bro <laughs> I was speaking the truth but uh what we do is yeah we live for God but we also we wanna help other people and we wanna and we wanna strive we strive to what our so what we say for the 508 so 508 has great preachers uh, an amazing pastor, amazing leader in Devin um a great, great worship team. But we don't want to be known just for those things. What we want to be known for is our people. Because you can take away the stage, you can take away the microphones, you can take away the the instruments. What's left behind? is the people. Mm. Now what I'm trying to say is the trade chain four walls, the church is the people. Mm-hmm. You can simply have a church outside on, in a park.
0: That's what I love about church. Yeah. It really is what I loved about church when I used to go. Is like that sense of community and like the sense of not like it's us, it's yeah. we, and like that's what it's all about, man. Like that's you're trying to you're trying to raise Marlboro up and like show them the light of God and like I'm trying to raise Marlboro up and increase just the like the frequencies here and i'm telling you like the power of your voice the power of my voice the power of zach's voice justin's voice these people going out and spreading love no matter what form of religion it's through it's it's making the world a better place and it's awesome bro like it and that's that sense of community and like marlboro is special bro marlboro is very special and it is going to be a special place and you are a great, great part of that and, like, that's your sense of community right there.
1: Appreciate Appreciate that, bro. Um, I just try to do my best. Honestly, I... I mean, I'm not perfect. Um, a lot of people, when they see me, they see me as a guy that has everything figured out. I try to have everything figured out, but a you lot, of, a lot of the time, like, a lot of the time out. I don't. I don't. And it's not, like, it's, some things are just out of your control. But when you accept that, it's a lot easier to live it's Mm -hmm. a lot lot easier to live and when those things are in your control you give it up to God and God will take care of that thing man he will take care of it 100% um it's very important like when I say like the church like the church is the people I'm not just saying like the people are the church you know in the building I'm saying the people gotta be the church everywhere they go Mm -hmm. They they have to be the church everywhere they go you cannot be two faced like If you're going to believe in Jesus, and if you're going to love Jesus, you know, actions talk louder than words, man. They really do. And the way you live your life will show Jesus if you really love him or not. You know, it's very hard to, you know, break those chains from the past. And, you know, believe me, I've had to break a few of my own chains. It's not easy. But it just makes you... It literally grows you as a person, as a child of God. And it just makes you stronger. Every chain you break just makes you stronger. And it just helps you see the world for what it really is. And it helps you see for what you really are. I believe that you find yourself... When you find Jesus, mm-hmm. you find yourself. When you find Jesus,
0: I feel like I found myself, but I haven't found Jesus.
1: Maybe. Hmm. Is, is there a
0: way he could find
1: me without me, my knowing? Well, maybe you didn't find your whole self. Hmm. Maybe there's still some part of you that you still that you're still searching for, and you don't even know it. You don't even know it yet. Maybe this is me prophesying over your life. I believe you will come to faith. I think you will. Um, what I do think, you mean, uh, when you say come, faith? Cause come to it, faith, come to faith, come to faith, and like believing in Jesus and that He's the Son of God. It's a well, work in progress. So it is. he connected the bridge by
0: being crucified, mm. and then when he was when he was dead,
1: that's when he made the connection. No, so when he was dead, um, he went to hell. Yeah, and he stole. And he, like, he didn't steal, but. He took the keys of death from Hades because, um, so in a way, Satan, he has dominion over this world, he does, but uh, you know that's why this world's so screwed up. You know what I mean. However, Satan does not have control over us. He doesn't have dominion over God's children, which is all of us, which is everybody in this world. He's not. He's powerless. In a way, well, no, not in a way. The way that the the fact, matter of the fact is. We are stronger than the devil because we are children of God. And, we, and the na- just the name Jesus makes that man quiver in his boots. Just the name Jesus makes that man quiver in his boots. Um, you know, when, we were, when we we're kids, when we hear the devil, you know, we, you know, we're scared and everything like that. Like, you know, we're kids. We don't understand. Um, spiritual warfare is a real thing. Mm-hmm. is, an, is it is. It is a real, real thing. 100%. I mean, Ed, you know one of my... Uh, you, you know that I've been spiritual, 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 L, spiritually attacked. You know this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's, uh, it's weird. But it's cool. I've, I, I haven't cool. been spiritually attacked, but I've heard
0: that more, many stories like yours. I've had glimpses of what it could be like, and I totally understand Like, there are dark spirits out there.
1: Yeah, 100%. And so Jesus went, took the keys of death and he changed the game because before you know you've had to sacrifice you know animals and you know to you know get cleansed from you know your sin and when Jesus died that was the perfect sacrifice so yeah you had to pay for your sins you had to pay for your sins but when Jesus died that was, that was the only payment. That was the only payment that satisfied the whole thing. The only payment. He gave his own life. In the Bible it says, um, it is very. I forget that. i don't remember the scripture exactly. But it is one of Jesus' like main things. Is is he? Uh, it's very good. Or ah man, I wish I remember the scripture exactly. <laughs> You're good. But. I know scripture, but I know I don't know all of it. But he has a very, very high regard for, or a very big, it's like one of his pet, no, not a pet fee, but one of his values to put people before him mm-hmm. and to sacrifice yourself for your friends. Um, and he sacrificed himself for us. And that was the ultimate payment. It's like, you know, not having to pay a loan for your freaking car and just paying, you know, 20k right there and there you go. Done. That's what it was. The whole payment. Done. And now we owe our lives to that. And now we owe our lives to that. And now we have a connection with the Father. We have a connection with the Father. And only a handful of people in the Old Testament got to, got to uh, hear the Father. And you know, act in the way and like act the way that the father want the father wanted. Only a few people in the Old Testament did. Now all of us have the opportunity to listen what the what the father wants to say to us and act in what the father wants to, wants us to do. And let me tell you, like the father, he wants you to succeed. That's one of the key. Like, wants you, he wants you to succeed. He is a dad. Like when I pray, I, I call I call him dad because it's just that type of relationship where he is my dad and I literally have conversations with a man. I have conversations with, 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 with this being. You can't even describe him. The only thing I can describe him as is my dad. And I have conversations with him and sometimes I just break down in tears because I feel him. There's some points when I'm meditating I'm meditating, and I have my eyes closed, and there's no wind outside. And I say, Father, let me feel you in the wind. The wind starts blowing. It's that type of it's just believing that he's there and knowing that he's there. One one of uh one of many spiritual gifts is the gift of healing. And I told you about, you know, like the heat, you know, my like back starting to heat up, right? So, I was in, I was telling you. I was gonna tell you about like the these experiences. I knew like God was like moving, you know, <laughs> in my life. Well, here you go. <laughs> on Monday, I was at my youth group. Change up on Mondays. Well, it might be changed to Wednesdays. Yeah, it's just gonna be changed to Wednesday. But I'll let you guys know. But great group, led by great people. But uh, I was at my uh, youth group change up. Great word, you know. We worshipped in the middle of you know of a park in front of, I mean, a bunch of like random people. It was great. It was great, and we were uh, one of my mentors was talking about you know this, the gift of you know healing. So was it was the next day. Yeah, it was literally yesterday. So we had it on Monday. The next day, so I was at work, and I was talking to a friend. And, I mean, that person was feeling, you know, down on themselves. I didn't know. I didn't know about that. I didn't know. But they were feeling down. They were feeling uh, down on themselves. And, and I just said, I value you because of your morals, your values, and how strong you are for keeping these morals. Because in the world, because in the world we have today, It is very hard to keep the morals that we have. Very, Mm -hmm. very hard. Because of culture and society. Societal Mm -hmm. constructs. Yeah, societal constructs. Yeah. And culture puts a few things in life that aren't good to be good. So I was telling this person, you are loved. I admire you. And don't forget that. And literally a minute after I sent that. Like what do you mean you sent that? Uh, it was on a text. Oh, okay. okay. So on a text. I thought you were doing it on purpose. Nah, I mean, I, mean, I thought you were doing it in yeah, person, yeah, yeah. and when you said sent that. I was, I was, at, like, I was at work, and then I, I was texting like, this telepathic person. Yeah. I was like, telepathic some messages. No, 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 <laughs> Um, That'd be cool. That'd be cool. It's possible. It, I mean, it could be. <laughs> it's possible. That'd be freaking cool. But, uh, that'd be
0: cool. <laughs> Why do you think we can do it with phones? We That's just tapped into the electromagnetic field of our Earth. Humans can do that, too, with our minds. You think a phone's more impressive than a human? you I'm wrong. You think a, a, a technology in front of you right here created by a human's more powerful than a human themselves? I don't think so. I think humans are a lot more capable than what they think they do. They do we don't. We haven't think. tapped into what we can do. We're superhumans, bro. Yeah. We are superhumans.
1: humans. 100%. But continue. All right. <laughs> So, literally a minute after I sent that, that heat. After like you got a, that heat, what? Maybe, maybe a month or like three weeks after not feeling it. I started going. In your back near your heart. Like right here. Hmm. Like right here. Did you? Do you? Feel and my hands started. Like, my hand started heating up a little bit too. Do you feel that as like God putting his hand on your shoulder? I think so. Because. All the gifts that we do, all the miracles that we do, it's not us. It's God. We, not, we don't do those without God. Like uh, in the Bible, every time Jesus did a miracle, he gave glory to God. Every time. Every time. Jesus, the humblest, just, oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ <laughs> is amazing. Every time he did a miracle, healed a blind man, had somebody walk, raised Lazarus to death up from the dead, four days, four days. The Jewish book, and he did and He did four days on purpose because the and Jewish, and I believe, and I may be mistaken, but in Jewish customs: if a person is dead for three days, that means they're gone. He didn't. He rose Lazarus from the dead, the fourth day, to show him the power of God. And he always gave glory to God. Never to himself, but to God. Same thing with us. Whenever we do a miracle, whenever a miracle happens, and we are involved. Yes, we are involved. But the miracle worker, the way maker, is God. And he's working through us. It's Mm -hmm. always God. Always God. So, that heat. Oh, that heat. When I felt that heat, I'm like, I haven't felt you in a while. And I got a, I get a text from this person like you have no idea what that meant to me. It literally changed my day. Like it literally like
0: You flipped my in day love, around. bro. Exactly. love.
1: It it flipped my day around. It flipped your day around? No, no, uh, her day around. I mean, yeah, her what day. what did it do around. to
0: your
1: day? I mean it was a normal day. I mean it was a world. Yeah, but what happened
0: what happened next? Well, like there there had to be some point in your day where you received that love back in another
1: form. I mean, yeah, I always receive love from my mom, from my youth, from my youth group. I receive love all the time. I receive love... I receive more love than I deserve from the Lord. I you really don't. Do. You deserve every ounce of love you get because that's the love you put in. Yeah, but like... So, as so Christianity, we believe in doing good. But karma, I don't really believe in that. I mean, I think that it's our duty to do good, you know? And, yeah, there's going to be negative things. Yeah, you don't do it for the bounce back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we do it for Jesus. Like, Mm -hmm. we do it for Jesus and we do it for everybody else. Because as we love Jesus, you got to love everybody else. Because Jesus was a people person. Jesus' greatest, like, Jesus' passion is people. People. Jesus was such an attractive person uh he was he was just so influential but like the thing is people were drawn to Jesus even if people didn't believe in Jesus they were drawn to him it's because it wasn't just the way he spoke it was the way the man lived so i say this a lot and people they don't listen with these with their ears much they listen with their eyes, and I tell somebody: If you're trying to spread the Lord, the word of Jesus, and you don't know how to say it, you know, as you're working on trying to say it, how to try, trying to explain it, live your life, live your life like Jesus would. Obviously, you're going to slip up because we're not perfect. We're not called to be Christ. We're called to be Christ-like, but live your life. The way you think Jesus would want you to live it. Live your life glorifying God.
0: How do you know what Jesus would want you to live it like? The Bible, bro.
1: The Bible, it says. The Bible is, when I say the Bible is a guide, the Bible is a guide. Mm -hmm. And also you feel it. You feel it. When the Holy Spirit will lean you towards things. When you're doing something, so one time I got really angry at my mom. And I don't know why I got angry, but I just did. And so my mom's like, that's not you. I'm like, I don't know why I'm so mad. And she prayed over me. And there was this struggle between my flesh and my spirit. Because the flesh, it wants a different thing from the spirit. And I... And now, and like before, like before, like way before... was not that was not in sync with my spirit as much i was not in sync with god as i am now but now i am Mm -hmm. and it's a lot easier to lean towards the spirit more than my flesh obviously i'm human and the flesh is going to want some things but i gotta remember who i am it's all about knowing who you are and like i said before when you know jesus When you find Jesus, you find who you are. And you find who you are completely. And who you are, you're a child of God. You're a child of God. And when you realize you're a child of God, your life's going to change, bro. Life is going to change. Drastically. Maybe not one day. My life did not change one day. It's been it's been a journey. It's been a great journey. And I thank God for every and the thing is, you will get to a point in your life as a Christian, as a child of God and you're not only gonna thank God for the good times, but you're gonna thank God for the bad times too.
0: I already do that. It's good. Very good. I, I, I appreciate where bad times more than I do the good times now. 100%. It takes you a long time to get there. 100%. Because once you once you see those bad... Every time I see bad time, I find a new opportunity to learn how to feel good again. Yes. And that's what it's all about. Yes, 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 yes. You are something else, Smitty. You are something else, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, I live by a lot of things of Christianity. 100%. I believe in a lot of it. It's just that one... The one thing, like I don't agree with—not I don't agree with—but I haven't resonated with. I have been open to the concept of a God. Yeah. But I don't. What I found in my feelings is I don't feel that that's right. I feel as if we are all gods. We are all the creator. We are the creator. Created this universe and instilled his consciousness into all of us. We are living the same consciousness, we are all one, and when we pass through our levels of consciousness, right now we're in third density, once we pass through fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, we're going to get to that point where we get back to the Creator and we are all one. There's no God up there in my mind that's sitting there watching us all now. It's, we are all, we are all the Creator, it all lives inside of us like Jesus lives inside of us. you are guided by your higher self, and what your higher self is, your future self, your future evolved spiritualness. So my, I'm not sure what density it is, but your your higher self is your sixth or fifth density self, and when you get to that point, you could go back in time, and then that's when you give those, then that's when you guide this mortal body you had to get to that point, and that's what you I see as fate. When I see, when I see signs, and when I see things like getting my ears pierced. This is the greatest thing's with fate. I wanted to get my ears pierced. My mom and I went to a bunch of stores to try to find earrings that were nice but cheap because I didn't want to get an ear infection. We go to Marshalls, nothing good. We go to Walmart, nothing good. And then like a bunch of stores closed and we we stopped. And in my head I was like, I still want my ears pierced. I still feel like I want my ears pierced. But I but these obstacles are showing me that maybe that's not my fate correct then the next day i get out of work early and i see the opportunity to go look for earrings again so i take the opportunity i go to another store they they didn't have any good ones right and then i'm like all right i have to go to i'm gonna go to what i thought was that my fate wasn't to get my ears pierced by my friend my fate was to get my ears pierced by a business that does that and where i pay for the service so i went to the mall and I went to a store where they would do that. And when I got there, they were on lunch break. So I was like, gosh, like maybe my fate is not to get my ears pierced. So I turned around and I accepted I might not get my ears pierced. I looked behind me, right behind me is a Pandora kiosk. Right in front of me is this It's this box, like you know those spinny boxes with jewelry in them? And right there are the diamonds that I've been looking for perfectly sitting right there like I saw them I immediately look right at those and I go that's it Those are the ones I need and this is what I need like this is the path I needed to find them and I believed in the concept of fate and it wasn't that I wasn't gonna get my ears pierced But it was the idea that I needed to get the right earrings So I don't hurt my ears if I ignored my fate and waited at that store for the lunch people to come back I would have gotten the wrong earrings and I would have hurt my ears and That was my concept of fate and what and what my higher self was doing was guiding me through that because I've evolved spiritually to that point and then when I get to that point that sixth density consciousness has to come back to this mortal world sit above me with that third perspective through my and guide my third eye in give those signs, and, they, and like we say, we can't t- teach, we can't give someone their faith. We have to plant that seed. That's what your higher self is doing. Your higher self is giving those messages and guiding you, and your higher self is just you in the future. You've, bo- And it's wild that I'm saying this because that's where I don't know this stands, because to acknowledge that is a is a redundant concept. But what I really believe is like, those signs you and I both see are your future self who lived this life and knew when to give you those signs and now that you're so in tune with your fate you're so in tune with your higher self you see all those signs and that's why you just keep feeling better and keep doing the right thing and you're not lost and yes you have bad days but you know that those equal good days and you're at this point in your life where everything is clicking and you're advancing in your spirituality so quickly and that's because you are so in tune with your higher self you're not ta- you're not saying oh that's a coincidence oh that's weird oh that's funny no that's a sign from god that's a sign from jesus for me that's a sign from my future higher self and that's the only difference in us i believe in all the stories in the bible in different interpretations but that's what i this is the whole concept of the podcast is for conversations exactly like this to realize don't don't trap yourself in one religion. Like, I I've found my spirituality through all religions. I've created a super religion in my head, and I've taken all the things I've felt were what I think is right. No, not what I think, what I feel is right. And that's the way I've gotten here. And you say I'm like I love how you're so open. I'm only open because the second I become closed, I stop advancing my spirituality, no matter what point I hit, you know? And like, I'm I'm not going to say what I know is correct. I'm not going to say everything I know is right, but it's right to me. It feels right. And I want to show people, like you said, by example, you can't push that faith on people. And like, that's what this podcast is, is showing example of you find your spirituality through your own path and a lot of times in Christianity you guys give people that path and they realize they that you were a part of your path and that's 100% correct you're you found this concept of going out and showing people their faith and that's the biggest thing of preaching and that's the biggest thing of what you do and that's the biggest thing of what I do is just going out and showing people their faith and like like you're saying like in a sense Jesus is living through me because I but Jesus in my head is my higher self. I believe as Jesus was on earth. I believe he was a human being. I don't know how I feel about... Honestly, when you talked about him getting crucified, I finally believed it. Today, just now. If you would have asked me this morning, do you believe that Jesus was crucified on the cross and then came back, I would have said no. But after our conversation we had together, right now, this moment, I said yes. And I would say yes because it makes sense to me now. He, you, when you said you create that bridge, the way he created that bridge was going into the afterlife, was going into that farther. He was so in tune with himself in this mortal world that he already understood his fate and consciousness and he advanced mm-hmm. to the next density. But when you advance to the next density, you have the ability to reincarnate and come back to this earth and teach the lessons you've learned from the past, from your, from the density you've gotten to. What Jesus did was exactly what you said. He was. He entered the afterlife, he got to that density, he realized what it was, and he wanted to, he got those learnings from that era. What I don't understand is how he reincarnated into the same body that was already a dead body. So he didn't reincarnate into the same body. Oh, would not while well, you dead. he
1: rolled a stone. But Exactly. So how,
0: how does that make, how, like that's, so I do believe he was crucified, but with, and I do believe he came back to life, and I feel that, but now I need to find What? How did he do it? How did he get back into that same body?
1: So it is literally. I it's gonna be the simplest answer. I hope it is. I want to know. I want to know. It's gonna be like you're like oh, like you probably already like you probably already think I'd say this, but it's literally the power of God, the power of God, and thing is you know the Holy Trinity Mm -hmm. Okay, so the Holy Holy Trinity is one right? the Holy Trinity is one God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit one Um, Jesus is one with God he is and when Jesus died one of the gifts he's given us also was the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit must be able to you know had this tool in life, the Holy Spirit, which is a great, 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 uh, great gift. And thing is, Jesus, the thing is, he was sinless. See, he, regular humans, we are sinful. And that's why he advanced consciousness, in my head. Regular, yeah, regular humans, we are sinful. Jesus was sinless. And Jesus he knew who he was. He knew that God was his father. And a father, And John three sixteen says, for God gave his only begotten son to die for us. So if we're all children of God,
0: how come we can't all hit the same, we can't all do the same thing Jesus did?
1: Because we're sinning, man.
0: We how sin. Why can't we be sinless? That's on us, but a human's
1: nature. So it, it you become sinless, what happens? So we become sinless? I mean, that's what Jesus is, sinless, there you go. I mean, if you become sin... No human so can if you ever become, do what Jesus did. No human can become sinless. Cause Why? Jesus was God. Jesus is God. Jesus literally is God. No human could handle the if, burden, the pressure, and the temptation that Jesus did like he did, because Jesus, he wasn't... He wasn't, Why not though? Why can't a human do that? What is stopping us? Go back to Genesis. Adam and Eve. The first two humans on the earth. See, they were created by God. They were put in the Garden of Eden. A great, great place. Paradise. Paradise. Huh. And they were tempted by the snake the devil. Lucifer. Satan. Okay. The Those are two humans who gave into it. Yes. I understand temptations now and I don't s- give into s- it. Since now. that, since, well, that, that set the tone for humans because they ate the fruit of the tree of, know- of uh, knowledge of good and evil. Because, I mean, they were naked. They were naked like just chilling nude what's that have to do with that chilling name? no gonna go to it though <laughs> no gonna go to this after they ate the fruit, they saw each other and immediately they put clothes on they immediately put they you, you want to know
0: what I just learned in that video about Adam and Eve mm. so what Eve was was divine female energy and what Adam was was divine, male energy, and what the concept was. They didn't give. They didn't eat a fruit. They didn't eat a little of fruit. They. They gave into the temptation of. Sex and they. What they what they ate the fruit of was the fruit from their tree of life, and the tree of life is in within all of us. And the way you let it grow is by letting your seed sit in your soil and grow. What your seed is your sexual energy. We say semen that is your seed. What a woman has, she also has a seed in her body. There and like it's your sexual energy. And what they did was they had they were, because they were living in this perfect garden they were living life the way humans are supposed to be living they didn't know about sex they they grew this tree of life within their body but then one day when they found that temptation of sexual pleasure when eve saw what sexual pleasure was she showed him what the pleasure was and they both took from the tree the tree of life their own tree of life they took fruit off of their tree of life they had sexual intercourse without the intent of having a child because they didn't know but they took that temptation and then they killed their they killed their tree of life inside of them they reset it they have, that seed is back at square one so now they that's why they put on clothes because now they're at number they're that when you lose that tree of life you, you let this concept of ego enter your your life now And now they were ashamed of what they did and like you said like I believe you were about to say is they were ashamed of what they were and that's why they put clothes on yeah they were ashamed of what they did they were ashamed of what they were and then that's when we started covering ourselves up and and that's where the concept in humans comes when you do something shameful we don't just release it when you do something shameful you hold it within yourself and then that's what created more problems yeah and that's how I see that of Adam and
1: Eve yeah, so really, Adam and Eve. So what? Uh, you can search this up, but when when Adam and Eve ate the fruit from the tree that God told them not to eat, uh, when they did that, it was uh, what they called the fall of man, basically, um, because they gave it because they gave in to sin, they gave in to sin, and that I mean they they were the very first humans, very first ones. And they got like you, they got all this knowledge. Like, they, like you gotta understand that, like before they ate that fruit, like they didn't know much. Like all they knew is what is the fruit, they of God? F- literal fruit. They
0: ate a fruit that we were told not to eat.
1: Yeah, from the tree. So it was from the tree of knowledge of knowledge and good and evil. And the thing is, Satan told them. That God doesn't want you to eat this because he doesn't want you being as powerful as him. Yada, yada, yada. And no, we cannot be as powerful as God. No, 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 no. We cannot. God is the boss. He's the boss. He is the boss. Um, it was literally... It's what... It's, they weren't supposed to. They, they really weren't supposed to. If they didn't, it'd be a whole different story. A whole different story. But they did and they set the tone for the rest of humanity they did and they made humanity well sinners cause we aren't we're born well we were, we we're sinners bro and that's why we that's why like jesus was different
0: can i interrupt you Go ahead. because i have a question yeah and i don't want to i don't i want i'm asking this question because i don't want to say it wrong okay eve discovered the fruit correct and then introduced yes. it to the yes adam yes who ate the
1: fruit? Who ate the fruit? Both. Who ate it first? I'm pretty sure it was Eve. Yeah, Eve ate it first. Eve ate it first. Yes. Eve ate it first because when Satan when Satan tempted them, they t- he, he tempted Eve first, and then Eve introduced it to Adam. Okay. I think I need a Bible. You need a Bible. Yeah. I need a Bible. I'll get you a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm almost a hundred percent. That's how it, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how, yeah, I think that's how it's happened. That's how it right. happened. But, uh, yeah, that's how it happened.
0: That you don't understand what that just did for me. It you, did a lot for my spirituality right there. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. what you just told me. And I, I don't have the time to explain it. I really don't. And I don't even know if I could, cause it was, a, it would diminish it for what that just did for me in my life. Wow. That was powerful. It really was. Din- um.
1: Din- fruit first. I'm literally just like... Oh my gosh. This is not the Here, right we'll, we'll look it up after. We'll, we'll look it up, up see, after. We will look up after we got to
0: wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, we gotta look it up after. But, uh... Dude. Fucking... I love talking to you, bro. Like, I really love talking... Like, I wish I could go to your Bible studies more often. I wish I could... And, like, I want... Like, I think... I just need to make the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I am pursuing what you pursue. I am. I'm on the same. I resonate with all of it. All of it. And like,
1: I'm be real with you, bro. Slowly and slowly, God is pointing you to His direction. Slowly, slowly. You may not see it yet. I get what you're saying. You may not though. see it yet, I get but get what you're saying. You'll see it soon you will see us soon and you're like going what do you to... mean though because god point me in my direction of isn't the towards him your, your purpose i know but i found my
0: purpose bro like i got like i like sorry i said that <laughs> a little i i found it like i found the same purpose i found that concept of spreading just love just pure love spreading that word of jesus mm-hmm. jesus is love and like but it was not through God, like it was through myself, you know so
1: uh my, so um I have a lot of ment- I have like I have a lot of mentors, and what they told me is there's a there's a difference between passion and purpose so uh, the things that I do, so me being a great speaker and like me loving speaking and everything like that I always thought that that was my purpose and that's that's my passion because my passion is people and speaking the word of God to people is my passion and I always thought that was my purpose I'm not sure what my purpose purpose is yet I'm getting I'm getting led towards that so I mean are all all of our like all, create, all children of God's purpose is to spread the word of Jesus and to, to just spread Jesus all over the world. That is our purpose. And to say and to, uh, bring as many people to Jesus, lead people to Jesus, by being the bridge between the non-believers and Jesus Christ, so Jesus can be the bridge between us and God. That is our purpose, to be the bridge between the non-believers and Jesus Christ. And
0: uh, my... my uh, I'm, I'm trying to be... The, I'm doing the exact... I'm trying to bridge people from their, their mind, from their, from their bodies and their mind to their higher self. Yeah. In a way,
1: I'm awakened. I'm like, I'm like, I woke up. I have a, what my, one of my mentors, Whitney, she preached over me. I mean, prayed over me. She asked God for a supernatural focus. A supernatural focus and that supernatural focus is not not just to focus on what I gotta do but also focus on who do I got impact who how do I impact this person how do I do this how do I do that but most of all what do I gotta work on what do I gotta work on before I do this before I do that because having a platform like speaking and on stage in a pulpit with a microphone. That's an honor. That is an honor. And for people to listen to what you got to say. Me being 17. And for people older than me. Listening to what God has got to say through me. That's an honor. I feel the same exact a, way. A privilege. A very, very high privilege that I do not take for granted at all. And literally that supernatural that supernatural focus it helps me see all right i gotta work on a few things the thing is having the stage so with me it's low-key putting a little bit more pressure on me because now that people see me as this as the guy is a guy that is living for Jesus. That's living for God. And that wants to do God's bidding instead of His. Then they see me as that type of guy. And I want them to see me as that type of guy. A child of God. I wear this cross around my neck. Yeah, it's nice jewelry. I paid good money for this. but (laughs) It's nice, but I wear this cross around my neck. To channel God's energy. No. For people to look at me and see... That he is, he values what that is. And he he knows the values of what that is. And that he, the cross is a part of who he is. And that, that could, this cross is in my heart, it's in my soul, in my spirit. And I live, I bear I my cross every day. Oh, Christ like shirt. Christ like. <laughs> Wednesdays at 7.30 30. <laughs> Christ like. Wednesdays <laughs> <laughs> <It's> at 7 30. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of church merch. I got a lot of church merch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I got a lot of church merch. <laughs> uh, I can't wear this shirt and I shout them out. Christ like. Awesome, on Wednesdays. Awesome. Hit up Nick Gopal me, Dan, Evangelista, we'll get you there. But or Victor Fridays. or any of those guys, we'll get you there. But back to what I was saying. So I want to live my life in a way just to make my father proud. Because I uh, I have a, I have a message out of this message that we were speaking in the series, and mine was on my message was on soul and how to grow your soul, how to cleanse it, how to feed your soul the right stuff. You know you have a you know you have a diet, and uh, you got to feed when you're working out. It's not all about you know going to the gym. It's also about feeding your body the right stuff, or else your body won't benefit from going to the gym. What I say a lot is, how are you supposed to pour life into the world if you don't pour life into yourself? you got to pour life into yourself, overflow with that, and that will just flow throughout the world. When you fill up a freaking cup of water, a glass of water, and you fill it up to the brim, that's great. That's great. Especially when you're thirsty, that's freaking great. But when you keep feeling that thing, even past the brim, it gets everywhere. And that's exactly what I want to do. The thing is, what, I re- what I've realized is, I know I'm a leader. I know I'm a leader. I was born to be a leader. And honestly, all children of God are leaders in their own, pers- in their own respective situations. And in their work, in their school, in their, in their church too. You can be a leader wherever you are. Yes, my platform may be the stage and the microphone at church. That may be my platform. That may be my stage. A child, every child of God has their stage. It's you gotta find out where it is, and it may not be a stage at church, but it is a stage in your own respective life, wherever you go. Wherever you go, you gotta make. I may... The pastor may, may speak the word into you, but remember, it's not just the pastor carrying out outside of the four walls. It's the people in the church. When I said that the church is the people and they got to be the church everywhere, they got to be the church everywhere because that's how the word of God is spread through the church and the church is intended to be everywhere. Because the Bible says, the church is the soul of the world. What does salt do? Salt purifies, it does, salt purifies. And when you put it on food, because when you put it, when you have a chicken, when you have a chicken, bro, you're trying to eat that chicken, and it doesn't have any salt, bro, it's just bland. It's just bland, it doesn't have no flavor. When you put salt, maybe a little spice, and everything nice, it tastes good. It tastes good. My brother, bro, my brother, that kid put salt on everything, bro, uh, and, it's, and it's soup rice with beans and chicken you put salt and that's what we gotta do that's what we gotta do we gotta put ourselves the lights that we are in the world salts be the salt of this world and get this world some flavor because this world is bland this world is bland with all the stuff that's going on with all the sexual immorality with all the kids getting drunk on the weekends it's it's not, it's not, this world is bland and people we, are getting blinded. We got blinded. used to word normal and weird. We got used to this culture where being blind is good. Yeah. We got to be, we got to get used to, the, you know, I'm trying to set a new culture where it's time to see the light and that light is Jesus Christ and that is what it is. It's time to set it and I've wanted to set a new culture for a while now, but now God's given me. Want my pastor? When he prayed over me, he said, "Let the lion loose." And the lion, he is a leader. Jesus was referred to as the lion and the lamb, and Jesus was a born leader. See, he was he was uh, he was uh, called the lion, and the lamb because the lion is a leader, the lamb it was used for sacrifice. The lamb, the perfect lamb of God my pastor said, let the lion loose. Let the leader inside this man, this young man loose. And this lion is loose and he is roaring. I know I'm young. I'm younger than most of my senior class. Age doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Unless it's sex. Yeah. Remember that shit. Maybe, yeah. I cannot stress it enough. Sex <laughs> is great when you're married. Amen, amen. But uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. And I'm gonna say this about Ed. And I'm gonna say this about my guy Nick Gopal, Danny Mendelis. You yeah. gotta introduce me. Oh to my gosh, see them at the gym all the oh, time. They're great.
0: I, I have like I want to start a conversation with them, and but I don't want to interrupt their gym time. So <laughs> they
1: are great guys. Talk to them. And if we're at the gym and they're there too, I'll introduce you. With I'm going to the
0: gym right after this, bro. I hope I see them. <laughs> no, nah, they're gonna get the
1: youth group that we're going to right now. <laughs> but uh, dude, great guys. Freaking God-loving men, and they are great. I love those two with all my heart, and great friends get great people to be around. But let me tell you something: people like Nick and Dan and my guys Noah and Isaiah at church, and you know I'm gonna say, Ed, man, your podcast has been a very, very positive thing. I commend you on that. Thanks, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna say this: we young, like us, like. Christian wise, like I'm like children of God wise, bro. Compared to like the like you know the pastors and everything, that we're young, we're young. But the thing is, God, it's time for the youth to take a step forward. Mm-hmm. It's time for the youth to take a step up, because now more than ever, the adults are starting to listen to what we gotta say. So we may be young, and I may be young, but I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. And I will say it the way God wants the way God wants me to, and I will say it, and I will not stay quiet, a real your real faith and your true character will be shown through the toughest situations. And that's why I thank God for the bad times, bro. Because the bad times, yeah, then we all love the good times. We all love the good times. And we all want to take, you know, we, all, we always want to get to point A to point B we always have a goal and we want to get there. Yes, sir but without the journey what did you learn
0: you can't ascend
1: without descending yeah you can't you can't think you can't really sorry right word you can't enjoy the good times without battling through the tough times and i'm not saying and i don't say go through and I'm, and I'm very careful with my words. I don't say go through. I say battling. Because we fight to succeed. We fight. The thing is, we fight the good fight here on this world. And God's up there for giving us the momentum. He's giving us the tools. God does not give you things that you cannot handle. He does not put situations in your life that you cannot handle. And he's always there with you. There's a song called... Uh, there was Jesus. Is that what you want this song to be? No, I have, I have another song. I have another song. But there's this song called There Was Jesus. And it says... Uh, oh, man. I don't remember when I sang it, but I'm not singing, bro. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it goes... It's, it's talking about when you're alone. And you're going through the tough times. And... In the Bible, it says... When you continue on your faith, you may lose some friends. And it's, it's you're gonna lose you're gonna lose people. And it ain't gonna be easy. It ain't easy. Mm-hmm. I've tears, straight up tears in my eyes, man. Through the through my tough times. Hundred percent. Through my mistakes. And a lot of the times, we blame the devil for the mistakes that we make. Sure, the devil orchestrates things. See, the devil's not powerful, but the man is smart. He is smart because he does not. He can't do anything to us. We're children of God. We're more powerful than him. Thing is, he he knows how to work things around.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But sometimes we gotta recognize that. But I made this choice,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the thing is. When bad times come, a lot of people ask, why me? That's the main thing that people say. Why me? How about instead of saying, why me? How about look up to the sky? Look up to heaven. And ask the Father, what are you trying to teach me?
0: Mm -hmm. What are you trying to teach me? If you can't change the situation, change the perspective. Exactly.
1: What are you trying to teach me, bro? What are you trying to teach me? I, I, uh, I, my, the message that I spoke on Friday, it was called When the Game Stands Tall. And the prompt for that message was the last time you cried. The last time I cried was at our last game. Our last football game. Football has been a part of our lives for a while. Yes, sir. And I love that game. You know, even though Mahoney kind of forced on me. But, I mean, it's all good. It's all good. God bless Mahoney, but I hope he retires soon though, for my brother. Dude, it's crazy this podcast. <laughs> but uh, kind of exposes him a little bit. <laughs> it's just the truth. It's just the truth. He he has good intentions. Good intentions. He has good intentions, and I commend him on that. But uh, I, th- that season, bro. You know, it may have, it may have had his twists and his turns, but I gotta say it ended bu- and it ended beautifully. It ended in a beautiful fashion. It really did, because yeah, those tough times. It was t- it was not easy, you know, losing. But it brought us closer together. It really did, and. I mean, I. Hey dog. <laughs> the dog making noise. <laughs> <laughs> he did not stop, but. It's literally, that, all those things brought us closer together. Yes, sir. It really did. And, I see that football team as a family. just like I see my, fam- my blood, my blood, my blood family as a family. My church as a family. It's the tough times that really bring us together. hmm And the same thing with that, my, I had two points. My big idea was, there is a method to God's madness. There is a method to God's madness. Because a lot of, a lot of people, when we don't understand, God, you know, His ways are higher. His thoughts are wilder, wilder, I hundred percent, but He knows the best. Though you know the best way is the way, which is God. God is the way. He is the way, and man, God, I really appreciate everything he's done for me hey he's going relax sorry <laughs> it's all good bro the dog well i really appreciate what he's done for me 100 because then you 100%, you can tell bro you can tell 100%. by the way you carry yourself it's all about you don't take credit for anything no no
0: that's like I dude
1: i can't take credit for everything
0: i take credit for absolutely everything <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah and like but at the same time there is a lot of shit you can't take credit for and that's the the humility and humbleness of it you know
1: well sometimes sometimes you gotta pat yourself on the back like what I commend myself for is the change and going through the struggles in life 100% seeing the positive and the negative which was my first point by the way and my second point was when there's an end there's a new beginning same thing with life life is all about endings the, the, you know the cons- there's very there's consistent things first what I'm going to say about the positivity there's two types of positive one of the positive is seeing things in a positive way Look in the, looking at the positive and the negative two is being positive that God is there with you that Jesus when you're crying Jesus is crying with you and when you're when you're having and you have tears of joy Jesus, have tears of joy with you. When you're laughing, Jesus is laughing with you. That's the positive. That's the second type of positive. Being positive that Jesus is there and that he's always been there. You know, with the, it, there's, there's a consistent thing in life. New beginnings will come. They are going to come. College is a new beginning for us. And after college, is going to be a new beginning. Turning and eighteen, one. yeah, and another one, and another one, and another one, yeah. another one. I'm turning eighteen in two in two weeks. and hey, It's gonna be a new beginning. But it's not gonna change anything, though. No. Yeah. But the con constant th- the, what's the re- what's the constant thing in that change? Well, yeah, change is constant, but like physically, what's the same? Yourself. You're still there you're go. you're still there that's going what through buddha all says. those
0: changes yeah it always says that when he when he walks through life there's a there's a verse where he's saying they're they're traveling for miles through the rain and his followers are saying they're all complaining about the rain and he they say buddha how come you're not complaining about the rain how, how come it's not affecting you and he says buddha is, buddha is
1: wet but buddha is still buddha and that's a big thing in the bible In Exodus, oh, I think it is, yeah, in Exodus. I think so, I'm positive, almost positive. Uh, It's when the Israelites escaped Egypt and they were walking in the desert. And they were all all complaining, all complaining as well. The heat, they were walking, I think, for 40 years. 40 years in the desert, walking to the promised land. They are complaining, complaining. Now, a lot of people don't get is that tough times will come. But the thing is, the constant thing is that you are there because that are with you. Mm-hmm. God is there every step of the way with you. And those are the two constant things. And when you have that in your head, and when you know that for a fact, that God is there with you, I'm telling you, there's nothing you can't do. There is nothing you cannot do. And it's literally, it's the motivation you need for whatever thing you are doing in life, for work, for maybe sports. For freaking anything, it's the motivation that you need. Michael Jordan. I'm gonna put. Let's talk about Michael Jordan real quick. Michael Jordan. That man, he made his motivation through every game. Like he he made up stuff. He, he said in the last dance, he made up stuff in his head. That like, oh, this guy said this, but that never happened. He just put it in his head. Mm-hmm. He so, he, so he so he could play well. That's why Man, did, man did that. Man was that determined to win. How about this, how about as people, as children of God, which we all are, even if you don't know it yet, and I'm talking to all the freaking viewers out there, how about we put this in our head that gives us motivation? A guy sacrificed his life for me. How can I repay that? What can I do to make that up to him? A life is the most valuable thing in this world. It's the only thing in this world, yeah, and the only perfect man on this earth gave his life so the imperfect had value. Jesus, when he died, he put a value in you that I can't even explain, but he put a value in you. he put a, such a big value in you when he died so. Yeah, just it's all about finding that value you. So I also told what you did, bro.
0: And like, fucking, I could talk to you for forever, bro. Literally, I could talk to you forever too, literally forever. Yeah, and we will continue talking forever. Like I'm telling you, oh, I learned so much from you. Like, I know I'm not there yet in your eyes, but like everything you say gives me clarity on things that i'm doing on my own and like it helps a lot i'm not even there yet
1: oh my god i'm not even there yet it's crazy to say but i've still got growing to do and it's and i'm ex- and i'm glad that i still have growing to do because if there was a ceiling i mean that i mean that's just what's the, the point there was the like you know the, like, dang all right well, <laughs> finished but no there's no ceiling
0: yes there's sir. always
1: a step closer to it's closer to God. There's always a step closer to the Holy Spirit, to Jesus. There's always a step closer, and we're all a work in progress. And Christian, I, I'm I'm put this out there, bro. Christians, child, children of God, however you want to call us, we don't think we're better than people.
0: You guys are just trying to spread love, bro. exactly. And people take, get that for people think that's, you you're trying to force a religion on them. We're not. It's where it gets switched up. It's yeah. like I feel this. This is what I felt like about my stuff. Like. When when people started feeling like it was forcing on them, then they, when you start pushing something on someone, they're gonna back away from it. That's just the naturalness of life. If a a man starts pushing for a woman in a relationship, she's gonna back up. That's why they say hard to get. It's because you don't you don't just let yourself out there. You don't just you don't give everything and push it onto someone. You let them come to you in a sense too, and that's exactly the concept
1: of fate with you. It's a two way street. It is a two way street, and. I mean, a lot of people think that, in a way, a lot of people think that we do think we're better. You know, I, I can't imagine how many, I can't even tell you like how many times I'm like, in a random, like, random, like, oh, Oscar bro thinks he's better than us because he's a Christian. I'm like... That's an insecurity in them. Yeah, exactly. But, I respond with this. I ain't better than you. We're both human. I ain't better than you. Thing is, I am better off. Now, being better than someone and better off are very different. You know, it's it being rich and poor. Mm-hmm. The rich is not better than the poor. It's, they're not. They're not better. They're better off. Be sure they have, they have more opportunities. They have, they have more assets. And that's literally what it is. I am better off because I, I know who my dad is. I know who I am. You ain't got no daddy issues, son. I don't got no daddy issues. <laughs> if you got daddy issues, go to the father. He'll solve that for you. He'll be your daddy.
0: He's,
1: he's, he's your daddy right now. You just gotta look for him. You gotta find him.
0: 100%. Bro,
1: bro, <laughs> bro, I know who my dad is. I know who I am. I know who Jesus is. And that's why I'm better off. I ain't better than you, but I am better off. And if you want to get to the same point I am, I'll bring you to church. I'll pick you up. I'll buy you a Bible. I better buy you a Bible.
0: Gang, gang. Uh, I hit me up. That shit. I hit me up. He,
1: he, hit any Christian up. I'm telling you. And I'm speaking to everybody. Hit any Christian up. And we will bring you to church. We will lead you to Jesus. That's we what will Whitmore did, the did seed. for me,
0: bro. Whitmore did that shit for me. Man.
1: Whitmore. I am so proud of Whitmore. <laughs> I'm so proud of Luke Whitmore. Because those kids are world changers. And you know, the reason I made my Bible study is not for me to have a platform. My I made my Bible study so I can build new leaders. That's all it is because I can't do this on my own. Jesus didn't I, even do this dude, on his I own. I can totally agree. Like this, is,
0: like each and each part of my life, I see where I'm gonna need someone to be a leader for that part of part of healing. Yeah, and that's when I'm gonna go to them and like, dude, we are. I feel like we're the same exact person. Like this same exact person in so many ways. That's we have I'm a lot fit. in common.
1: We have a lot in common, and it's great to have these types of, like I my senior like this year during school I can't like I had plenty of conversations about Jesus and I love talking about Jesus <laughs> I love talking about the guy I love it I love it because he's you my lord and savior why would you not love talking about your lord and savior that's done blessings and blessings in your life it's I love the man I love him I love him so much and this is how I show him Yes, sir. love ain't just words. Love is action. And I know it's a like a normal thing to like it's a regular thing to hear, but it is so true. It is so true that love is action, and he showed you love not through speaking into people's life, to healing people, to forgiving people, having grace for people for giving the sinful, and for dying for the sinful. That's love right there. What's Jesus, it? a walking testament of truth, hope, love, and new
0: beginnings. Let's end it on that, man. That was, it's awesome, that's awesome. And like, you have a powerful message. You, What's your song, What you want it to be?
1: So, oh, there's so, there's so many songs I can choose. But the one song I got is by you know who Lecrae is no nope. Lecrae. All right, well he's like a Christian rapper, so he has an album called Restoration. Drown, 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 featuring John Legend. What's to talk about? Oh, uh, let me get the lyrics real quick. Um, what do you fe- What do you? What do you listen to it for? So he talks a lot about. Being at your lowest point. So, it's talking about so it's. i nah, don't say don't say the lyrics, cause then I'll
0: put that spot as the oh, intro. Right, right, right. <laughs> but uh,
1: so it's talking about being lost, Uh-huh. being surrounded by darkness, and like fading into it. And then how all these issues and how all this darkness got him blind and it's got him drinking and it's got him doing this, all the drama. And it's looking, and he's looking for something to pull him back up. He's looking for that final breath. Yes, sir. He's looking for that final breath, and that final breath is Jesus. I mean, it is Jesus. Final breath is Jesus. So yeah, that's the song. Is, that's it's awesome, a great man. song. John Legend is it? I mean, if you don't know who John Legend is, then, I mean, you know, I'll You're pray for you. You're under a
0: goddamn rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pray for you, bro. But uh, yeah, but, great uh, song. This is awesome bro. And like we're gonna keep having these conversations throughout our lives, you know? Yeah. And like I appreciate the fuck out of you for coming out here and like keep spreading your voice, spreading your message and like I dude you you have so much to offer for this world, You're just leading by example.
1: Yeah, I mean you too bro. I mean your podcasts are they I mean, they're good. The podcasts are good. I love hearing, you know, different people on here, like Louis, awesome, I see, see Louie at the gym. <laughs> I saw Batesy at the gym for the first time. Dude, it looks shredded, (laughs) but uh, yeah, bro, I'm just hearing so many different people on this and it's just, it's great. It's It's awesome. It's great. I love it. It's just my passion. You're doing a great job. And my purpose. You're doing a great job, bro. Thanks, brother. I commend you. Uh, I commend you 100%. And uh, yeah, I mean, oh, by the way, Bible study. So I don't know what's going on with the Bible study. I might just put the Bible study into the city group for church. Because cause the church, you I mean the city group is in Marlboro now? Yeah, let me wrap this up. First. At Apex? All right, are, you trying to, are you trying to release some dates first? The people here? Uh, I don't got dates yet, but I will post it <laughs> on my Instagram story and my Snapchat story. Like, look at it. Swipe up if you want to go. Uh, I may, So, if I have a Bible study called Legacy on Tuesdays, um, but that might just transition just into the city group because it's in Marlboro. And, you know, the city group for my church is in Marlboro. So, I will probably bring all of you to the city group. That'll probably be the Bible study then. But, uh, Yeah, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'll let you guys know with the dates and everything like that. But, uh, yeah. But, peace Peace out. out. Peace.